Hello, Andrew. I am back <laughs> in the pod again, restoring myself because of the experiment the last one had went wrong. You're still talking with an AI interface version of my consciousness while my bionicle body lives in the fluid. How are you? I am enjoying the game. I'm fantastic. And hello to everyone else. We are Nobody Wake the Bugbear, and we are playing Biodrones and Cryoclones by Chris Aereo. What up, Chris? Your game is bussin'. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yes, it was a very confronting last scene we had, John. Thank you for that. You were hinting at it throughout the whole game, so we can't blame you for that. But Charlie version one is no more, and we have in the last scene the clone waking up again. Who wants to recap what we've just experienced in the last hour and a, and a bit of last week's I, episode? I feel like a very well-rounded storyline. Yes. <clears throat> we've uh, had two of our characters meet the... I'm not going to say the big bad necessarily. They still feel very porn-like, you know? What? Porn. Like a porn on the chessboard. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just... Uh, Guffawing at your... Don't be crude, Andrew. Yeah, at your snafu. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't I, call it that. I, they've met one of the main architects of what's going on mm -hmm. and have learned a little bit about uh, Shenting and, and had some hints towards what their purpose are as sort of like this, you know, genetic factory just pumping out, you know, material for them to rebuild their leader, Correct. some sort of prophecy. They've gotten some communication tools and like control devices for the droids. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, Simon has had a crisis of identity on whether or not he's meant to be going the way he's meant to be going. It's very eerie when you're trying to make your own decisions and then get told that those are the decisions that someone else wants you to make. Yes. So now he's very conflicted, but he still wants to know what's going on with this person that he saw before. Even though he tried to kill them, he's going to try his best not to, mm -hmm. uh, even if he fails. What if it's like a whole room just full of strangers? Well, bam, 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 bam. You just come in get, with guns Get bearing. ready for 20 like, save rolls. Like, bo <laughs> like Boondock Saints, you just come in with two guns in your hands It'll and just cross them over. Honestly, it's going to be more like the uh, the Holy Grail scene where John Cleese's character goes through the wedding and stabs all of the guests. So, yeah, it, I I like the way he's played with a, with a Ariel as the character mm. where he's like pulls his hands away and wipes it on his jeans, kind of, kind of being like, uh, don't touch me. Careless um, and free, part of their world. <laughs> I was trying to figure um, out the symbolism of Ariel's name. Yeah. Well, she's got legs, so, you know, we're starting mm. from a good place. Uh, so, yeah, we, we've, we've had a lot of discovery and then right towards the end, they're... The two that are in that control room, so that's Dorian and Charlie, they're trying to figure out, you know, some of the things that they've gained access to, like the watch that controls the drone with Dorian. And then Charlie, he's gone around to find that he's found the communication jammer. Just as he sees it, he's seen a unshouldered head that used to belong to one of his clones. Yes. yes. And that was a random roll. That, yeah, I remember seeing you roll it and then have this look of like, oh God, perfect. <laughs> it's your own head. And yeah, he, he's had some delusions, uh, some hallucinations. But, yeah, the best bit is that the episode before that one, you've, uh, Dorian found a dead version of me and intentionally hid it from me. Yeah. And then it's like, it's paid off. Like that was a setup that paid off. Oh yeah. And, you know, during that time you'd foreshadowed what Charlie's reaction would be, which would be to end his own existence because it's just mm. way too much to handle all at once. And uh, that's, that's exactly where we left off. I, yes. think, I think one thing we do well here is we're very aware of the narrative threads that present themselves and we're able to realize the significance in the time we're playing yeah. And latch onto it. Weave them in. It almost feels like it's happening as it was always meant to happen. Yeah. We try to as, make, yeah. we take, we've, we try to make the best story that we can and make it seem like it, that's the way it was written in the yeah. first place. 
Definitely. I mean, also Doreen did spear tackle the uh, Dr. Hua, yeah. Fenway, and then we just described about <laughs> how this really, really old person's being tackled to the floor. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so I really big. liked the watch grab. That was that was my favorite that was part of that encounter. Was uh, quick thinking. Definitely. I I'd totally forgotten about the watch immediately. <laughs> yeah, panic set in, right? Yes. So I'll just go back to episode two. Detective Bisher said you need to shut down the jammer. And one of his methods, I believe I mentioned it, was to turn off the power. Basically, if you shut down the reactor in the factory area, you can basically shut down the jammer. That's how his method was escaping was then he can call for help. But when you guys entered the factory, you saw that soldier guarding one of the doors. You saw the scouts moving around and then you saw the door to the foreman's office. So you decided to go there instead. And of course, the foreman office has the controls to shut down the jammer directly. So you've got two methods just there of turning it off. One is going to the reactor itself and you know the core's breached now. So there might be some radiation involved, you putting on suits or something, but it's interesting how Chris has put in all these methods of like different methods of success, you know? Yes. So yeah, it's a great module so far. Loving it. Yes. Let us continue. This could be the best one we've done yet, frankly. You know what? I'm just going to say it is. Yeah. (laughs) And it was all thanks to me blowing my head off. (laughs) We finally got there. Yes. Well, let us start part five of Biodrones and Cryoclones. Let us begin. Also, I feel like as soon as the, if the jammer does get turned off, that sound. Okay, sure. Let us begin. Content warning. This actual play may contain adult themes, foul language, violence and gore, sexual references, and all kinds of body horror. Listener discretion is advised. Simon, as Ariel, the android, stands next to you, opens the door to operations, you look in to this massive, grandiose tomb, and in the centre, taking up most of your view, is a giant incubation tube coming down from the ceiling, connecting to the floor. Inside, the dense blue liquid floats the upper half of a giant woman's body. A robotic spine protrudes like a tail from her incomplete torso and smooth skin stretches over a metallic rib cage. Long black hair floats around her sleeping head. You, Simon, notice this to be the same face as the strange woman that you shot the tranquilizer dart at. And you see that woman climbing up a ladder to this tube. And we cut to you, Simon. What do you do? Well, I've seen the woman. You have. Please make yeah. a sanity save. Do you want to add something to this, your skill? The only thing that I have is military training to keep cool, calm and collected. So I can try that. My sanity is only 14 to begin with. It's my lowest score. I thought it was 17. No, it's 14. So it would make it 24. You may do that. what I have to get under. Because it involves attacking a target, yeah. an enemy, or a stranger. So let's do a sanity save. I this was, is going to be very difficult. I was not expecting a titan. <laughs> oh, God. 52 over 17. You fail. And to Ariel's shock... You bring out your guns and level it at this woman and go to fire. 
Please roll your attack. Which I am definitely going to add military to. <laughs> After you attack, I will explain what else you see in this room. 34 under 54. You pass and you shoot at this copy, this smaller version of this giant. Who are you? Bang. Yeah, pretty this much. It's like the most straightforward introduction. Roll your damage. Just, hi, Simon, who are you? Bang. <laughs> Yelling. What's my damage? Is 1d10? I do believe it's 1d10 for revolvers. Eight. Pretty nice damage for a revolver. Let me just check. Advantage. 1d10 with advantage. The rules have changed. Oh. Updated. So roll again and see if you get more than a... Nine. <laughs> nine damage. Yeah. You hit this lady who looks like Chen Ting. You've seen the posters on the wall. You know this is the face of Chen Ting, the despot leader. And you also see this giant version of her is also the face of Chen Ting. And you shoot. I don't know what's happening. And she goes, ah, ah. And ah. she, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Ariel looks in shock. No, leader. And uh, Chen Ting, the smaller one, dives in to this, this tube and you see her float down and as the blood mixes with the blue slime, she hugs the form of her giant self and her flesh begins to meld and coalesce with this other version of herself. Ariel tries to grab the weapons out of your hands. All right, I cut down Ariel. Make a body save. I'm adding military to this. Twelve under thirty-five. That is a pass, and she does not manage to grab your weapons. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try and cut her in half. Bisect, please. Sure. Let us keep this initiative. Yep. You will go. She will go. Basically, I can explain more of the room, but however, you are in combat, so I'm just gonna say you don't have time to look around any more than sure, you sure, have, sure. and you're just fighting this woman. What are the rules for my Vibdow? 3d10. 3d10, and then the attacks are strength-based, or I get combat. to have advantage? Combat. Okay, combat. Uh, 69 over nice. 40... Over 49. Please take a stress. And Ariel will try to wrestle the gun out of your hands. Please make a body save. How could you? How could you? One. <laughs> Under the... <laughs> I've got double zero one, so it's one. You manage to deflect her and she runs to the north just in front of the giant incubation tube. Your turn. Oh boy. Okay, so I'm gonna What that tube, what's it connected to? The ceiling and the floor. Everything. It is immense. And there wasn't any grenades that I, from the other room that I would have grabbed when I was looking, doing a bit of shopping. Ceremonial, shopping. ceremonial grenades. There were not ceremonial <laughs> yeah. grenades, unfortunately. That I could not. Have just dropped in the into the tube and went bloop, and see it slowly float down nope. before destroying the body. Yeah, um, <laughs> I believe this creature is at least nine feet tall. Yeah, well, make it three. Well, um, not quite nine feet because she's missing half her body. But there will be no simping in the comment section of this video. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to run up to Ariel and try and cut her in half again, I guess. All right, you run up to Ariel, and as you see, you see the superior Chen, which is the giant version. Let's just call her superior Chen. Don't tell me it moves. You see inferior Chen, the smaller Chen, just melding into her, and mm -hmm. superior Chen is absorbing her, basically, or in the process. Oh, so I can't, so it's, if it's still happening, is there a way to interrupt it then? You have to climb up the ladder and dive into the tank. You can either try to damage the tank, you can dive into the tank. I'm just saying what you see. So you don't have to act yet. This is just what you're taking in as you're okay. going forward. You see that happening. You see Ariel standing in front of a control panel and in front to the north, you see two smaller incubation tubes, the same thing as you've seen in the lab. And you see the old face of Dr. Hua, which I believe you have not seen. No. And you also see another clone 
that's just jumped in, you see another one of those in the incubation tube of of the inferior Chen. Oh, another another clone. You see the operations array. You see a tall wall of monitors glowing over to the east of this immense chamber. Anything that says abort? <laughs> Not quite, but you see a lot of controls. You just don't have time. I'm just saying what you see okay. at face value. In this operation array, you see cameras of every room. Thermal and optical surveillance footage of the facility. And you see all these readings, a treasure trove of information. You just don't have time to look at it right now. And then to the very north, some sort of workshop. And you notice just on the table, you would know this as an android, is a logic core on top of this table. The brain of an android. Right. And you may attack Ariel, if that is what you wish. Zap. Please, no. We can work together. Please, I can do things. We can be together. We can help each other. Please, don't kill me. I don't know what's happening. He's, he's losing it. 29 under 49. That is a success. Please roll your damage. 14? 14 points of damage. Please describe as you take off a wound. How does your attack look? Straight center. And if she's like holding up her arm, it'll cut through her forearm, severing her hand and get lodged in the body as it's gotten slowed down from the, from the hand chopping. And you see the wires of the android form just spit out this milky liquid. And she goes, and then, yeah, I'll, I'll pull the blade back. Yeah. And it kind of has that little slice at the end. She stumbles back. She hits the corner. I don't know what's happening. She hits the corner of this giant incubation tube. It's just not right. And she begins smacking it with her leftover hand. Yeah. Smacking it with her android. She makes a combat check. Okay. With her fists. 86. Failure. She just bashes at this glass, but it does not cause any damage to it. Oh, God, because if she woke up, and would, it, <laughs> would it just crawl like the ring? <laughs> and we go back to you, Simon. She is trying to break this incubation tube. Going to go for the sweep of the leg, daniel son. Go for it. <laughs> I don't want that to count because I... Josh, yes, it does. What is it? It was a five, but I hadn't even picked it up properly. I just dropped it by accident. It's true. All right. I solemnly swear. Uh, one under 49. Well, sir, please explain your damage as you go in for another slice. Well, I'm going to have to roll it. You will have to roll it, sir. Nine and a six and... Nice. Uh, three. 18 damage. 18 damage. You blow off another wound... From this person. Nice. Yeah, so I get the legs, basically, in order to stop her from being able to reach the tube. All right. So that she can't hit it anymore. Well, it's flavor, but she will be able to bash it with some method. She's going to have to work really hard with one arm. Yeah, exactly. This is the the Black Knight scene, again, from the Holy Grail. It'll be disadvantage. So, yeah, I want to make it really difficult for her. All right. She hasn't got long for this world. (laughs) No. After all of that, I hope not. So she will try to have one last effort to bash in and break this or crack it somehow. Combat at disadvantage. That is two passes. 28 and a five I rolled. Success. She manages to put this tiny crack in this tube and the fluid begins to leak out this gelatinous blue fluid okay the door's still shut it's still good it's still good it's still good it's still good and now it's Simon's your turn gotta go for it again let's go oh that's definitely a fail please take a stress uh I I think I'm yep I'm at stress now it can't go over 20 right it can has it gone over 20 it's at 20 now okay keep it at 20 you have failed. 
she will make another attempt to widen that said hole. Uh, Disadvantage as well. That thing's not going to fit through the tiny door. We'll Failure. Be fine. Failure. One more turn, Simon. If you don't do it this, we'll cut away. Uh, we'll cut away then. So 51. <laughs> and you go and miss once again, or maybe she holds up another body part that's just damaged slightly, and we fade out as we head south. Because I can't get any sort of advantage for her being a flailing worm, can I? I'm just giving her disadvantage to her attacks, and basically, like, it's a disadvantage for her, but to hit her, it's just the same for you, I guess. Yeah, I'll just hope you'll be the, a bit easier for me, considering she's got no, no legs anymore. Next attack. Okay. Remember, there were flavor disembowelments. Well, the stats for the weapon say I can cut through limbs. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Charlie, you feel foggy. You feel sticky and cold. Suddenly your eyes open, your vision blurred. You look around, you see lights. You hear the bubbling of fluid. As you realize you're laying down on some sort of gurney, I sit up. You sit up and you see next to you another body, naked, lying on the gurney. Dorian, you also gain consciousness on this slab. What do you do? So this is different because we're not in the gel. We're just yeah. coming back to life, basically. Or coming of, to life. Done a lot of cryo sleep tours. Yeah, uh, more than I can count, and I'm going to... Any of them like this? Push myself up off of the gurney. No, this is... No, this isn't cryosleep. What was your name? Dorian? Yeah, how did you know that? I told you that already. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know each other. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. When we shuttled down. I don't see any of the other sleeper crews. Something's wrong. Look around. I'm going to sit up. You see the lab, you see a three-story mezzanine of labs rise around a central workspace. You see a vast terminal network that encircles rows of incubation tubes. You see two of them intact with the blue liquid still draining out and two that have been completely smashed. This can't be real. This can't be real. I'm going to walk over to the smashed tubes because I would assume that I came out of one of those if there are loads of tubes. You came out of one of the ones that are intact. That's intact, yeah, but I would still investigate the smashed ones in case it was like, you know, one time. Just near the glass, yeah. you find a small piece of paper folded up exactly in obvious view. Yeah, I pick it up and... You unfurl this message. In my head, I hear it for the audience... A letter written by the previous Charlie. It says, Dear Mock Turtle, Once you were a real turtle, but now you've left the arms of the Duchess's nurse. One side of the mushroom makes you smaller. You must only join the caucus race. Bandersnatchers and Jabberwockies about. Happy unbirthday. Mock Turtle. My hand starts shaking. Roll the sanity save. With re- with a reset stats, yes. I'm, I'm at zero. I'm at you know two panic now. Two I'm stress. Two stress. Dorian, roll a fear. I'll roll a panic. Why well, Dorian wouldn't understand? Or a sanity rather. Dorian, uh, hang on. Did I make you roll fear when you woke up last time? I don't think so. Not until I started noticing things were like not right. Like the patches were wrong. The gun was sure, wrong. I'll hold off on that. Yeah. Okay. It's just scared of being naked. I'll roll a sanity. Ooh. Dorian, Mm -hmm. you inspect your body and, no, I can't say this because I should have said it last time that you wouldn't have biomechanical enhancements, but I'm going to say you do still have all the things you had before because when Simon was waking up as a clone, he resembled an android perfectly. So you also resemble your old body perfectly. Okay. So you're fine at the moment. Charlie? I'm going to roll sanity. Let's go. 
90 over 17. Take a stress. I'm going to I'm going to double over and retch and collapse on the ground facing the ceiling. Almost like I'm having a seizure or something. Like my eye twitching. I'm going to shoot up off the gurney. Sure. And just like put him in the recovery position or something. Yeah. Going to try. Medical aid. As that is happening, the door to the south opens and a disheveled man limps in, holding his side, looking pale from blood loss. And he says, Oh, hello. My name is Detective Fares Bisher. You're the sleeper crew. Thank God you've been activated. I've come to help you. I have been activated. Here, I have some clothes. And under his arm, he has two standard crew attires. Thank you. This doesn't look like cryosleep. It's an advanced form. It's long-term... Yeah, he's trying to just ease you into it. You know, this is a player. This is long-term cryosleep. It needs more advanced machinery. This flesh is not my flesh. What? What? We're not real. I, I got here in time. What? what? We're it's, clones. It's only si- born out of tubes with no mothers. What are you talking? Tra- um, Dorian, now roll with sanity. All right, here we go. That's four under you pass. twenty. What are you talking about? Has something happened? In- this advanced cryo sleep is obviously not functioning properly. I found a note from Charlie Valentine. You see Detective Bisher throw the uniforms at you. And he just says, Allah damn it! You are clones! You have been growing here for the last six days! You are not yourselves! You need to help me shut down this place before we all die! Been growing longer than six days, but I can help you. Both roll a panic as he is just putting it on you immediately. He is sick of he's, yeah. he's sick of this. He now knows that your other clones have possibly failed. He hasn't seen them for hours. 14 over 2. No, 3, rather. 14 yeah. over 3. Pass. 21 over 2. This flesh is not my flesh. What do we need to do? Look. You're going to mutate. I know. You know? That's good. Then it'll cut a lot of my time out. I I don't have any weapons left. All I have left is my shotgun. But uh, you can find more weapons in the shooting range. If you want to go and clean them up, they might be quite old, but they're useful still. We're not ourselves, are we? If you encounter any creatures, stay away from them. They will not attack you if you do not provoke them. But do not get too close. Okay, like, like a game. Yeah, it's like a that. video game. It's, it's like a video. It's like a simulation. And if you win the simulation, you will get paid. You will get paid a sleeper crew. I've always wanted to play a game. After you armed yourselves, go north through this lab. Go east. You enter a refinery. Ignore what you see. Go straight for the factory. I need you to go to the reactor and switch off the power. There's a radio jammer. Once that is switched off, then we can all escape. You got that, soldiers? Got it. How do you know all of this? I'm looking at Valentine. I'm just confused. I found a note from Charlie Valentine. Because he seems totally switched on, and Dorian's like, how do you know all of this? Ever read Alice in Wonderland? No. Dear Mock Turtle, once you were a real turtle. The Mock Turtle used to be a real turtle. This means you are a clone. Now that you've left the arms of the Duchess's nurse, you're a piglet. That means we're going to mutate. One side of the mushroom makes you smaller. That means there's a way to fix it. You must only join the Caucus race. That means believe what they tell you. Many Bandersnatchers and Jabberwockies about. There are monsters in here with us. Happy unbirthday. Speaks for itself. 
Uh, no, that makes absolutely no sense to me. But nothing in this situation is making sense. So I'm going to start pulling on the sure uni- whatever he's given us, the me crew too. clothes. Feels good to be born. And now we can expedite things. What would you like to do as your characters? Would you like to go search for a weapon? Yes. And arm yourself? Immediately. Yeah. Okay. So 15 minutes go by as you awaken. Detective Bisher flat out tells you exactly what to do, what's happening. Charlie, assisted by your note from yourself in your own handwriting, you have convinced Dorian. Yes, Charlie's note was very useful. And you begin heading to the shooting range. And we cut to Simon. I thought we were going to cut to other Dorian. <laughs> yeah, other Dorian should probably be doing something. What? Other, other Dorian. Other Dorian. <gasps> yep. Dorian won. I, I Dorian. Totally, it totally skipped my mind. So you can brief yourself. So let's do that first, shall we? Because Doria one might actually turn the comms off. Yes, let's do that. Sorry. Or lose it to insanity when they find several versions of Charlie's Dorian. body. Standing over the dead body of Dr. Hua, you suddenly hear from the north behind the wall a shotgun blast and the meaty thud of a body hitting the ground. What do you do? I'm going to immediately go and investigate. I'm going to have my gun drawn so I can go investigate. You draw your gun. You rush forward. You turn the corner. You see the body of Charlie Valentine. No pants on. Of course, yep. Headless. And... Just out of reach of his fingertips is another head of Charlie. Roll of fear. Ooh, that's bad. It's 81 over 41. What do you... How does Dorian react to this situation? You can put it together, what just happened. Yeah. I'm deeply confused and concerned. I mean, clearly, if I put it together that he's like, punched his own ticket then like maybe I would have some kind of um, flashback type scenario I mean I've been in a lot of war conditions dealt with a lot of violence and stuff so could be having some flashbacks that kind of make him shake and he's kind of like zoning out for a minute he'll slap himself in the face to try and just over and over one hand and the other hand just slapping himself and to regain his uh, composure Dorian you go in to investigate. Yeah. And with your military background, you can summarise shotgun to the head. However, this other head looks slightly more decomposed or cold. You definitely know this was an older injury. It's not bleeding. Well, you remember hiding the, the body from me last time. Mm. And you put two and two together. And just in front of this little alcove is the signal jammer. Mm-hmm. What do you do? God. Okay. Um, it's got to be done. So I need to try and somehow turn the jammer off. Is there a console to do that or? Sure is. You want to turn it off? Yeah, I'd like to turn the jammer off. You log in, you switch it off and the screen shuts down and the console goes dead. And the little readouts in front say comms online. Okay. In that time... Yes. Would I have figured out how the watch works? Yeah. Oh, no, because it's interrupting No, it got interrupted. Okay. So I'll head back to the console. Is there like a comm system in the console in this room? Sure. Even your comms on your suit is working. Do I have a suit? Yeah, you've got the upper half of a standard (laughs) battle dress. Okay, cool, yeah. Which includes short-range comms. Yeah, I forgot that I was pantsless. All right. Good thing you don't talk out your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and dial Simon. You know, he does not have comms. He doesn't have comms? Okay, no. not possible. I thought maybe he had them built in because he was an android, but... Hazard suits have comms? You but took it off. But he's not Yeah, an but now I'm wearing an advanced battle dress, which does. But it would only be if it was an, connecting to an open comm. So I'm I don't just have saying, your phone number. Yeah, it's basically um, you don't have the phone number yeah. or the frequency. Okay. Well, I probably... Yeah, okay. He wouldn't have any. Is there a facility communication like speakers or something? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to call over the speaker system in the facility. All right. You enter in and you've got all the... You can see all the rooms. Yeah. And you can intercom into any room in this facility. Yeah. Hmm. What do you want to say? Simon, 
wherever you are, if you're still you, I don't know if you've been reset yet, head to the... What's this room again? Foreman's office. The foreman's office. There was something we needed to do in here, right? Besides turning the comms off that we couldn't do because we were too dumb to do it. Oh, the, se- the secret files on the computer. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I can see into the room, right? So no, I can, there's I no know. cameras. There's no cameras. Okay. Yep. You can see into the factory. Yes, but yeah. not that room. No. Yep. Head to the foreman's office immediately. Valentine's down. We need to get things moving. Comms oh, are up. God. And we cut back to Simon. Okay, no, first of all, <laughs> first of all, before we do that, because that's... Dorian 2 and Charlie 2 hearing Dorian 1's voice calling out over the comms that Charlie's just died. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so, I'm stressing myself out. Like the fucking out. delays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're fucking stressing yourself out. So now the, you two are trying to be like, I guess the comms are back on. Do we go to the foreman's office? Is this a trick? I'm dead. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Detective Bisher is just standing in the labs. And over the comms, because you sent it to every room, because you don't know where I Simon just, was. Yep. Detective Bisher hears your voice. The jam is down. Charlie's dead, but now he knows you're alive. He grips his side and goes, Son of a bitch, he did it. I hope he survives long enough. <laughs> was that you? Get a commendation for this. Hang on, John. My turn. Detective Bisher begins to run as fast as he can, hobbling into the barracks, up the stairs, into the dorms. You see on the camera, he rushes through, just a game camera. You see Bisher rush through, holding his side, exerting himself. His stitches are ripping, he's bleeding through his shirt. He gets to his room, he lifts up his little jury-rigged console, and it says comms online, signal established. And he types in, and he radios command, a distress signal. And we cut away. We cut back down to Charlie 2 and Dorian 2. You are walking in to a training area and shooting range. You hear this over the comms. Both of you roll a fear. Then both of you roll a panic. 27 under 40 for fear. 18 under 41 for fear. Nice. Now roll a panic. 12 over 3. 17 over 3. Pass. And you just stop. Was that me? Charlie? He's dead. I'm going to grab Valentine's shoulders and like give him a shake and say, all right, we got to muscle up now and figure this out. It's confusing. I'm just as, well, maybe not as confused as you are, but I'm pretty confused. I'm alone. We were always alone. Every living thing on this earth dies alone. Let's just figure this out. I was never alone. Does he have his test tube? No. You have none of your trinket. You don't have Ollie with you. Would he figure this out? They would have figured this out before we got He already knew. Yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> when the crazy disappears, that's how we know Charlie's like really lost it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've never shot a gun before, but I'm sure I can do it. You've never shot a gun before? Aren't you a Marine? Charlie was a Marine. I don't know if I have time to unpack this. Where are we? You're heading just into the training area. And in this room, to the north... I'm not saying a thing. (laughs) (laughs) The layers are getting so much deeper because now it's a clone of a clone and a split personality of a clone... Sure is. Just getting more and more tapped. Yeah. Look, technically, the materials were all there. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It was. You go into this training area, and the entrance to the north goes into showers, and locking off the room into the gym is a wall of gym machines, like a barricade, with a hole an entrance just enough for a human to fit through into the fitness center. To the south, you see shooting range. It's full of dusty goggles, earmuffs, and gun racks, and rows of ammo, and... I go and collect some guns and ammo. 
Charlie, you walk into the shooting range. Doring, you follow? Mm-hmm, yep. So you're in the sort of side room at the moment where all the weapons are stored and the ammo, and then to the east you see the target ranges. As you look into the target range, coating the walls is this strange fungal growth. You know the those gills, those little pads that come out of trees? Yeah. With the little frills underneath? Yeah. They look like gills forming an impossible shifting patterns as they undulate very slightly. And as you come in and make some footprints, you see them slightly quiver. And then ahead you see the desk with all these weapons. You see old SMGs and pistols and shotguns and ammo boxes. Can I go back and pick up an object? Is there an object in the, in the room before of any kind? It's just like a entry room to the north being the showers and the gym to the south being the shooting range. I'll go back to the gym and, and find something to throw. I want to find something to throw. Sure, you can grab a like a dumbbell yeah. that's in the barricade or you just dislodge it. Yeah, I'll take a dumbbell out. Take a dumbbell. I've got the sneaking suspicion that these are like like an arrow trap, like an Indiana Jones arrow trap, but some sort of biological version. Sure. Doreen, are you searching the desks at this time, looking for weapons? Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm looking for, like, the best... Probably I'll just go the SMG, but I'm all just, just having a general look at the same time. Underneath, you find pristinely cleaned SMG, polished, well-maintained, and a little note underneath it. This person knew what they were doing. And I think we're all... I think we're all friends here, Sam. You can read out the note if you would like. Unless you want to really want to keep it a secret. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll share. Since we, all, since we know that we're clones as well. It says, To my future self, good luck in my own handwriting with the pristinely cleaned, well-maintained SMG. I'm going to kiss the note. And you find two ammo boxes. Excellent. Charlie, you grab the dumbbell. You come down and you're going to chuck it into the fungus. Yes. All right. So, you throw this dumbbell into this fungal growth. Yeah. And all these spores suddenly burst out and waft through the room. How close exactly would you have gotten? Um, Enough to breathe in some of the spores? I mean, within reason, yeah. Well, look, look I, I would have stood at... The, I'm thinking of like a bowling alley and I'm standing behind the line. That's the, okay. That's the way I was thinking of so it. So you see all these spores just react and puff out. You manage to avoid it because you're further back. You're throwing this thing. Yeah. And you just see them quiver hungrily and then the spores dissipate. The psilocybin room. You would have seen the mother again and then we would have had to do this all over again. Maybe. Oh, tiger lily. I wish you could talk. And Charlie, you find a shotgun, some revolvers, and some old SMGs. They are damaged and unmaintained. If you spend two turns, which is 30 minutes, cleaning one, it will no longer have disadvantage to fire. However, if you just grab what you can, it has disadvantage on its firing. What would you like to do? I'll clean it. Okay. Dorian? Can I... If Dorian has some expertise in this... Sure. Can he just help make sure it's done correctly? Yeah, if you're only, if you're helping with one gun, I'll yeah. just half the time. I'll do the shotgun because yeah. I know that Charlie used to shoot them. Sure. Yeah, I'll help out with that and make sure. So let's say it only takes 15 minutes and 15 minutes go by. We are in one hour and 30 minutes, which is really the seventh hour and 30 minutes. And we now, now we can cut to Simon. Jeez Louise. Simon? We swing back to operations. Ariel is in front of you, kneeling down, holding one side of her arm. Her body in tatters, the android fluid spilling out as she is malfunctioning heavily. Please, we can... It's your turn. What do you do? I would like to drag her away by the stump. Sure. She does not resist. It's like X Machina. <laughs> yeah, just I'm just going to drag her away from it because I don't think I can drag and slash in the no. same turn. So yeah, I'll just take her and I'll just drag her straight north, I guess. 
so that she's far away from as far away as I can get her from the tube. Yeah, you can consider her out of you consider yourself out of initiative at the moment because she is basically not able to resist at the moment. She's oh, malfunctioning okay. heavily. And I'll after hearing that comms thing, I'll go onto the open channel. I was like, I don't know what's happened. Sorry, I don't know what's happening. It's your catchphrase. Yeah, it's my. It's definitely my catchphrase. But I'm losing it. I'm fully losing it. I'm at 21 stress now. Um, I, was like, I don't hold know on, what's. Ha- hold on. You're at. You're at 21 stress. Yeah. Take that one, and now remove it permanently from your most highest stat. Please. Uh, stat. Stat. Okay. Stat. Yes. Right now. So instead of being at 51 intelligence, I'm at 50 intelligence. Mm-hmm. Going out of your tiny little mind. And you're dragging Ariel to the north. Yes. You find where all the cameras are in the operations area. Cameras or screens showing the cameras. So you're holding her and going to the console. Mm. Okay. Let me show you the console or tell you about it. Dor- Dorian? Is, is, is that you? This is in my short range comms. You see a facility-wide pinprick camera technology that provides thermal and optical surveillance footage of the Mountain Forces R&D facility. The terminals have files describing Qua's plans. Uh, I would like to read them out loud while I hold the short range comms open channel button. Okay. This will take some time if you want to be doing this. Yeah, I mean, if there's anything that jumps out as super important, I'll read those ones first. Sure. So, poor Charlie and Dorian too. And Dorian won. You hear the voice of Simon echo out through the facility. No, hold on, Simon. You can pinpoint where you send this message because you can see where everyone is on the cameras. Okay. So, would you like so to do sen- I see the operation room? Not the operation room, the foreman's office. Foreman's office. You sure do. Do you want to yeah. s- send it just to Dorian too? I guess I would see everyone. Sure do. So I'll send it to the Dorians and to Charlie. One thing mm-hmm. I should mention. Oh, wait, they won't have comms. Go on. Just as you're going to the operations array, you look north and see where that workshop... This is because I thought you'd be interested in this as well. You see the workshop desk where you see the logic core yep. of an android. And just as you get closer you see another tube and in that tube is Simon and on the little display it says clone ready insert logic core as you see yourself a copy of yourself and the ready almost prepared logic core sitting there is that going to change your immediate decisions? <laughs> He's chattering his teeth. Hmm. Well, if I've noticed it, I've noticed it. Yeah, uh, let's say you... It's a stranger. Let's say you didn't see it before because it was obviously... I, I know myself very intimately. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> let's just say you didn't focus on it, but when you got closer to the operations, you sort of looked to the side and then you saw the other body. And now you can either go investigate or you can continue with your reading of the files I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna set Ariel down sure but without her remaining arm because <laughs> okay. she can still function without it I'm assuming put your brain into her <laughs> so roll an extra oh my god Next level. Well, she's she's fucked the yeah. body. Yeah. So, pardon. Put her brain into you. You want to attack? Oh you want to no, attack her again? Well, I just don't want it to crawl away while I'm trying to do stuff. You know, it's well. Like, if you if you want to chop its leg off, just roll another attack, and on a body save success, similar to what happened to Hua. Unless there was a way for me to like pin the arm down with the dowel so that it's just stuck into the floor. Yes, but you will lose your dowel for the moment. Put your brain into it'll superior be re- chain. It'll be retrievable. Okay. Right? Yes. <laughs> put your brain uh, into the... Where's superior Chen's logic core, huh? Yeah, put your brain into superior Chen. You don't know, but the fluid is slowly leaking out of this um, tube. Okay, for the first thing is I'm going to stab through Ariel's arm to hold it into place. Stab through? 
sounds like she still has to make a body save because you might hit a critical infrastructure and she may die like what happened to Hua. You didn't mean to, yeah. but it's just mm. it was a it was a the and last straw. Strength. Well, what it, I guess like like if there was anything that I could tie tie on her, but I don't think there's any like anything around that I can do. You that can with. rip out cables of some such. There's plenty surrounding the Superior Chen's incubation tube. Can you just hold on to it? She wearing any um, like uniform? She yeah. She's wearing nice clothes. They look very old, but they're good fabric. Like cross the arm over and tie it to a bit of ratted fabric All from, right. the bo- from the base. You tie Ariel up. Yep. And what are you wanting to do? So I'm going to do the logic core. I'm going to get that done. What are you doing? I'm going to activate my clone. Unless there's a way for me to put my brain into Superior Chen, because uh, I don't know how any of that works as Josh. Definitely not. Um, and Simon. Well, I don't know if it's basic Android architecture, it seems. While I'm doing it, I wanted to ask Ariel what's going on, what's happening. Why, why, why am I here? Why am I flesh and blood? I am not going to tell you anything, meatbag. You are on your own. Well, that's pretty definitive, isn't it? You, <laughs> you tied her up and chopped her arms off. Now you're expecting her to be helpful? Come on. Well, no, I just thought she might try and convince me to do something else. No, she's just basically saying, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Literally, go fuck yourself. You can do it. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll kill you. You're no help. And then uh, I'll go to finish her because she's made me upset. Roll attack. Finish her. Finish. Simon Burr, waifu slayer. 48 under 49. Cool. You may roll with advantage because she is tired with her own no. clothes. Just in case you get a crit. No, 35. Please roll your damage. 22. You sever into her torso, hitting her logic core, and her eyes go blank as her center of self has been shattered. And Ariel is dead. Boom. Bitch. Alright. She just wanted to be where the people are. <laughs> I'm gonna let's get let's get through that logic core. Uh, is there anything like major that I have to do? Do I just have to say start? Is it like a process that's already been set up? It'll take around half an hour, you would think. For like, has it been set up to get started and it's just a matter of waiting for the download? Correct. Okay, so if I initiate that, I can go back to figuring out what's going on. With no, this will take you half an hour. Okay, so I, I don't know if you're understanding my question then. I know. The act of installing this and getting it going will take half an hour of active work. It's like clicking and dragging. It's a physical core, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, uh, that's what I was asking. Is it? Is it? That's why I said, is it just starting it and it's just waiting for it to download? And then you said yes. So that's why I'm asking, what's the walk, process? You don't what walk is, away. I, it takes half an hour to do. You have to install the physical core to the... Right? Yeah. It yeah, has to be... Well, does core. that mean I have a physical core? Josh, it takes half an hour to do what you want I'm to do. wanting to know the ins and outs of this at least a little bit. That like, is, what is the setup? Is it an actual Android? Is it another flesh clone? It's I don't know why this is so difficult. I don't know why it's so difficult. It's flesh and blood. Okay, it's flesh and blood. To turn and it then on. somehow this logic core downloads a brain to this thing. Like, explain it to me. What I don't understand. No, the logic core goes in. You physically install the You're logic core. So there's like yeah, a microchip. So, so that's why I'm saying, does that mean I've got a logic core in me? Yes. Yes. Okay. What is it, just like an like a hole in the stomach or... Why are you wanting to describe it in this form? This is what I want to do. <laughs> Fuck. You want to do. You want to do two things at once. You want to put it in. No, I just want to understand because if there's another option, there's I no just... other option. This is how you activate it. Do you want me to describe it in detail what you do for the next few I minutes? Want to, I'm not trying to say tell me the next half an hour. I'm just trying to say you have to open it up and insert the logical or it's plugged into a device that downloads it or something. Okay. Tell me how it works, Josh. So you're saying I have to tell you or yes. what? Okay. As long as it takes half an hour. As long as, it, as long as it takes half an hour. Yeah. You know, when I said to the others, you clean this weapon in half an hour, but if you help each other, it can be 15 minutes. That's just 
what they do. They, they start cleaning Yeah, but it. cleaning a weapon seems a lot more straightforward than downloading an android's brain to a human Yeah, so as long uh, as you flashback. can rationalise how you do it. Because I was trying to see if I could transfer my existing consciousness into this meat bag. You should have led with that. <laughs> but if there's a physical core, then I would just go, oh, well, that's probably not going to happen because I can't rip this out and then I'll just be a floppy disk. You got computers? I'll tell you what. With a successful computers check, in that half an hour, you can transfer your current memories and consciousness into this new body, erasing yours, right? putting it into the new one. If you are unsuccessful, you would have wasted your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, that doesn't sound like too bad of a deal, really. I thought it would be much worse than that. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound too bad. Hang on, sorry. I'm just reeling from that last two minutes. Josh, I love, dialogue. <laughs> I love the idea, but I just feel you should have led with that what? and then I could work with you. I do apologise if I may have been standoffish, but... I just, okay, so you've told me about a scene where there's a logic core and it's download or, or ready to activate or whatever, and I'm just trying to ask you what that means. You being the warden, I would have felt like you would have an idea of what that's meant to look like, and I was trying to find out what that is, but I just kept feeling like you were saying that I don't get to find out or that I'm weird for asking or... Mm. I'm trying to be difficult for wanting to know that information. I started with trying to figure out, is this How something that, or is it automatic? Is it set up for me? Mm. Is it just a push button? Because like whoever's doing it, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to theater of the mind with missing bits. Yeah. So just with, with Mothership, next time you, the player, tell me what you want to happen and I will facilitate okay, that. Okay. I want to put my logic core into the Titan. It does, you, you don't know how to do it. It doesn't I, work. I don't know how to do it on my own body. Why not? Well, what's the difference? Uh, there's a considerable difference. You know Tell me what that is. Well, you'd know your own body. <laughs> well, yeah, but She's it's a like human a body. Bag. I'm used to being an android. I don't, that's, She's a mutant, right? Well, yeah, I mean, this is a... This, is, this would be new for even Simon yeah. of putting a Logicore into a meat bag. So... But it's, des it's designed to be done. Is there instructions that written on the side? Is there... Do you know what I mean? It's designed to be done. If you think there's it's be simple for Simon, that there's enough there presented to it's been meant to be done, then sure. But with the superior Chen, it's just a big, huge body in a tube where another person is melding into it. Yeah. Well, where does its consciousness come from? You don't, you don't know. There's a lot of good questions here. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, I think the, I think the point is, is that... She's not designed to be a yeah. shell to hold a logic yeah. core. Whereas what you're mm. looking at is a meat puppet. With a logic with a core sitting there on to top. And it's a workbench. Because you're a cyborg now, effectively. So it just takes... All it says, it just it says... Uh, it's a workbench where the Android's logic core workshop, where the copies are made. So that's just where Ariel was going to activate the next Simon yep. and send you down. Yeah. I think, look, I think, yeah. I would think, you like, so Simon, would you like to try and, well, you, you want to try to install your memories into this body? Well, I feel like I'd be installing a 21 stress version of Simon, so. Yeah, that's um, what I was getting at. If it's you installing the same psyche, you would get the new body, meaning all the wounds are healed, but the consciousness would be the same. I think, look, I think the issue was that you, you came across as though you were in, immediately suspicious of anything he was trying to pull off and would, was trying to block it. I think, is that, I think that might be what happened. I just, no, I, I wanted to know what it was. Yeah. But that's what, what I'm wanting was. to know. Well, that's why it's, it's frustrating because we both wanted something, but we didn't know what each other wanted. I don't, okay. Josh wanted to know how it worked and you wanted yes. to know what the goal was. Exactly. So yeah. that's where... Yeah, I... I I just wanted to know. And how you it couldn't works. figure out. You couldn't. I can't create a goal if goal I don't understand don't what's going on. Yeah. And you can't explain how it works because you don't know what the end goal is. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. it was just cross, cross wires. We're good. Uh, if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> right. Where are we picking up from? Um, I'm imagining some complex scenario that takes half an hour to install the new logic or into the new body. Uh, I can't. Okay. So uh, yeah. maybe we'll you have just to surgically cut, install cut it. Away. Whatever happens, happens. 
I'll simplify it. You take out one of the cables attached to the area and it just downloads. And that download process shuts you down for half an hour. Please roll a computer's check. Intellect, please. Uh, 63 under 65. You pass. And half an hour goes by. And we cut back to Dorian 2. Dorian 2 or Dorian 1? So complex. Since that's taking half an hour to transfer consciousness, and we'd already spent a bit of time with Dorian 2 and Charlie 2, their cleaning of the gun will finish around the same time as the transfer of the logic core. Mm -hmm. And now you, Dorian 2, have got some time to play with. Dorian 1 has the watch. Yes. Yep. Got it. Okay. Sorry, Dorian 1. You've now got... (laughs) (laughs) You're Dorian 1 now with the watch. You're using that time to study the watch. We sink back in the moment. It is the reset of the hour. It is almost approaching the second hour. And we will see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. This is getting a huge web of consciousnesses. I feel it's like uh, Charlie in the Mal Room. Pepe Salvia. That's another reference in the yeah. same one. So to There's set just the, more and more red cables. So to set the scene, we will be continuing into the second hour of the second cycle of six hours. Yeah. Dorian 2 and Charlie 2, you would be successfully cleaning your weapon and yes. functioning. Simon 1, you will be activating and installing the new logic core into Simon 2, fully activating... Simon 2, and becoming two consciousnesses. Simon 1's body and Simon 2's body now. We've got two Dorians. We'll have two Simons. But there's only one Charlie Valentine. there's only one Charlie (laughs) Valentine. And we'll see you in the finale next week of Biodrones and Cryoclones. We have been Nobody Wake the Bugbear. We will see you then. My name's Simon. My name's Simon. It's just not right. It's just not right. After the ringing sound, it's Simon. It's like, do you have any idea how long I've been trying to call you? <laughs> <laughs> you need to find that hidden frequency that gets you like in touch with uh, <clears throat> Deep Throat. With who? Deep Throat. Deep Throat. Was, uh, in, yeah, Deep in, Throat. Was from, an informant? From Metal Gear Solid. No, from history. Yep, well, both. <laughs> so so in real life, that you had the Watergate scandal and Deep Throat was the informant that was pretty pivotal in that. Yeah. And in Metal Gear, there you, you have all of these secret, like, radio frequencies that you can use to call different people. Mm. One of them gets you through to Deep Throat and you have a quick conversation with Deep Throat. I don't know if you could ever, like, advance that conversation because I could only ever get in contact with them, like, once. But like, yeah, they start talking and he's like, wait a second, you're telling me you're deep throat? And he's like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, Jerry. Whoa. And deep throat's um, the cyborg, right? Spoilers. Isn't deep throat like implied to be the I nin- think there the is an implication. Ninja? Yeah, I think they do imply that it's the, the ninja cyborg. The right. one that cuts off. Which is me now. <laughs> the one that comes off. Yeah, the one that cuts off Revolver Ocelot's hand. So I've got a revolver. Yes. <laughs> You've now combined, consolidated revolver ocelot and grey fox, whatever his face is. Yeah, yeah. Is there a specific amount of rounds in an ammo box? Yeah, just the rounds of what the weapon would have. Uh, I believe it's five or four, four or five shots. Yes, four. Four shots. So every round is a box of those shots. Yeah, three mags, four shots. Okay.
Well, that's a significantly big scene, John. Uh, Josh. <laughs> I'm not John. So let's do it. Sorry, thoughts um, of habit. So I'm going to activate my uh, drone, uh, my clone, sorry, uh, unless unless there's a way to... You do that without scratching your face at the same time? Unless there's a way to put uh, my without brain... La without laughing through me mentioning that and then continuing on? So I was messaging Andrew like three days ago and I was like, oh, fuck, what if... Oh, crap. What if I can have the excuse to have the next clone... What do you want to read? Be taken over by Ollie. Um, this and the advanced mm, battle guest. Oh, guess. so okay. this is it now? Yeah. yeah. So go I'm, to the toilet. I'm now playing. It's like Psycho. So you know how he does his, his mother's voice in his it's, head? It's off pod. I'm still recording. Yeah. I'm just going to go to the toilet. And I'm hey, yeah. Oven on. Yeah. So I'm now I'm now embodying Ollie Valentine mm. at the moment. Ollie Oxenfree? Yeah. Who's, you know, it, basically still a child because, you know, he hasn't developed that personality past mm. what he imagined when he was a kid. Yeah. This this reminds me of a book that I read a really long time ago called When I Was Five, I Killed Myself. And it's like a autobiography. It's an autobiography of a guy with uh, multiple personality disorder. And this is kind of like triggering memories of that book. Mm. So, oh, my God. I was like, you know, it's right there for me to, to play with. I was like, He's a, there's a clone. It's got to be done. I was I was hoping, you know, if they both stayed alive, that would have been... You know, mm. he finally, that's why I was dropping hints the whole time. I was like, it's good to finally be born. Yes. I live. Yeah, exactly. Now my time. And that's so why I'm supposed I, to be afraid. That's why I kept saying Charlie in the third person. I was like, I found a note from Charlie, not a note from me. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about Charlie as in like the other Nah, Charlie. he's Ollie. And I'm that's Ollie why I was like, uh, the genetic material was all there. Yeah. And I guess it probably even convinced you more that now there's no test tube with an Ollie in it. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was I did the sanity check. So I looked at the note and I, I decided if he knows he's a clone from the very start, it's like the Ollie part's going to make a mad dash. Because mm. he doesn't feel bad if it's the original Charlie, but if it's like a clone, then, you know, it's free real estate. Yeah, very true. Uh, and I was like, oh, Andrew, what if I did that? <laughs> he was like, okay, you can do that if you want. And now it means that I'm technically playing a different character. Yeah. Um, Charlie may come back. We'll have to see. Yes. It's, oh, it's a lot of fun. Two of me. There's four of us. Yeah, so, you get, so congratulations, you get to be the person that does the both clones are alive gag. Yeah. If you make it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll do it. the Spider-Man point, only one of you is a freak mutant. Yeah. yeah. And... Charlie One discovers that his uh, constant gamble with life is no longer worth it because there's two of him. Yeah. And he settles down on a beet farm. Yes. And then... Uh, Dorian too is gonna be the one that continues on his crazy uh, trajectory because he there's so no meaning to life because he's a clone. So it's like Rick and Morty. Yeah. It's like Beth from Rick and Morty. Exactly. Right. Metal Gear. Now we can cut to Simon. Jeez Louise, Simon. And I need to go to it. And I think we'll break for lunch. <laughs>